huge fucking nerd. That's right, I'm a huge fucking nerd. I like lots of books and computers, cause I am a huge fucking nerd. One of a kind shades made to order by Vaporshades.com. Vaporshades designs the outer layer of the sunglasses just like a wrap on a car. They customize your sunglasses, marbling the paint. The end result is no two pair of sunglasses are alike. Yours will be completely unique to you. Check us out at Vaporshades.com. Use promo code TUTTLE for 15% off your entire order. Get ready for your daily dose of TUTTLE. Uh, the all-time greatest uh, intern slash producer we've ever had, of course, TUTTLE. TUTTLE in Florida. From the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp, it's the TUTTLE Daily Podcast. No wonder nobody likes you, TUTTLE. Everything's a goddamn debate. Welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hope you guys are having a great day so far, and I hope you guys enjoyed your Christmas vacation. Guys, I apologize. I just needed a couple of days off. I, I really did. Um, One of the trolls, when, when I said that I was going to take a couple of days off, was like, oh, Tuttle, you worked so hard. Now... If I wasn't good at reading sarcasm, I probably would have replied and said, yeah, man, thanks. I really appreciate that. But no, I I knew exactly what it was about whenever the person tweeted. It's, it's one of my uh, biggest trolls. He's obsessed with me. And you know how I know he's obsessed with me is that he does not even follow me, but he still replies to some of my stuff every once in a while. So that means he is manually and physically going to Twitter searching my name, and seeing what I'm up to, seeing what easy bait uh, that I give him for him to be able to reply to. So, But I love you, buddy. I really do. Thank you for engaging with me. I cannot thank you enough. But uh, back to what I was saying, I, I hope everyone had a great Christmas. This, this was kind of a weird Christmas. I don't want you guys to think like I'm complaining or I'm bitching. Hey, I'm glad to still have my parents around. I'm glad, you know, at my age, they're they're in their 70s. They're kind of living on borrowed time right now. I am cherishing every single day uh, that I get with them. I am in bonus time right now. I am trying to make the best of it. But uh, I, like I had mentioned, my mom was in the hospital for about a week and a half. She's back now. But now... I'm having to take care of two people because I don't want my mom going around and getting hurt or doing anything like that because she has that that blood disease, not contagious at all. But uh, she had it when I was like only five or six called TTP, which is when your immune system attacks your red blood cells and uh, especially your platelets, which if you cut yourself or you bruise, it stops the bleeding. So I don't want her doing any physical stuff because if she like bumped into something or fell, uh, yeah, I'm not going to take that chance. So I'm having to pick up a lot of the workload and I just needed a couple of days off. I mean, I enjoyed it. Uh, we did a socially distancing Christmas thing, potluck type deal. We've been doing it every single year at the Hobo Fish Camp. And what they did was they put in a room. And there was only allowed like one or two people. By the way, see, I, that, <clears throat> sorry, M my paranoia has gotten really, really bad. And I'm going to get into uh, the evolution of my mental state 
during this year, during the pandemic. I, I'm just kind of teasing it right now, but yeah, there's been two cops here uh, parked behind my studio, which is a 2006 beat-up PT Cruiser, but they've been here the whole time. And, and what made it even more suspicious is that John Mays, the guy that runs the park, uh, is the biggest, nosiest person you're ever going to find. And he always, he always without fail. I've, I've never seen him not do it, but he goes and talks to the cop. Now that he did not do today. And that kind of put me on high alert. So I am kind of just watching him. But maybe, maybe this is making great podcasting, great radio, because they've been sitting out there for a while. Uh, <laughs> but back to what I was saying, we, uh, we did this potluck dinner, and only two people were allowed to go into the room. And it's not even really a room. It's, it's the uh, area that I got kicked out of because I can't use the Wi-Fi. Uh, so they were doing it there, and, and it's open air. So it's not like it, it's an enclosed area, which is bad for the coronavirus. But they only let two people in a piece. Everybody brought their own spoons to be able to use. So not everybody was using the same spoon to dip out of. They were very, very careful. But my mom and dad, they, they didn't even go outside. Uh, it is ridiculous how warm-blooded my parent. well, cold-blooded. I, I think you would say cold-blooded because my dad cannot take anything cold. Like, seriously. It's it's ridiculous. Uh, during the summertime, even when we're running the air, he will sometimes put a jacket on. And and I've been reading a lot about it. Uh, the older you get, the colder you get because your th- your skin gets thinner. You start losing fat. You start losing muscle. So yeah, I I can get why people are a little bit colder. But man, it is to the extreme. But my mom and dad did not even leave the fifth wheel yesterday. I went and got the food for them, uh, brought it back. Uh, we ate. And then I went over to my good friend, Lennon Murphy's house. And if you don't know who Lennon Murphy is, she was a nationally touring musician uh, back in, I'd say, early 2000s, 2001, 2002, 2003. And I booked her on the Monsters in the Morning a very long time ago. And we probably right after my divorce, we ended up hanging out. We went to I I go every single Thanksgiving to her house and hang out with her and her family. And then I, I maybe recently the past two or three years, I was coming over for Christmas. So I went over there yesterday to hang out with her. That was a great time. Uh, her son Adrian is a is a big big time soccer player. I think he I think he's actually in the youth development program at Orlando City. But it's kind of nice. I needed I I needed a little bit of time to get away. Uh, I didn't do the podcast yesterday or the day before. I just wanted to decompress. But I don't think you realize that. I mean, that's a double edged sword when it comes to it. Because the whole time I was like, oh, I need this relaxation. I, I don't need to stress about the podcast. But on the other hand, uh, I was like, oh, the only thing I can think of is that my averages, my numbers. I've been moving up the rankings on Podomatic. And I haven't even looked at the analytics because I knew it would only bother me more if I went and looked at it. So I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not going to look at it. 
It is what it is. I will get back up to that number. But I just needed some days off. And I know a lot of you guys out there do a lot harder work, especially the people uh, that have followed me from the Bubba Army. A lot of those people are hardworking, blue-class, blue-collar class people. And those are some of the, they are, matter of fact, they are the most important working class. I think they're even more important than the elite. I, I, I really, really do. Because without them, without the small business owners, the construction guys, the lawn dogs, whatever it may be, without you guys, yeah, we would not be anything. I don't that was kind of like a double negative there. What I'm trying to say is that, yes, what I do it does not feel like work. It, it really does not feel like work because I love doing it. And I'm sure a lot of you guys that work those jobs, those construction jobs, uh, you don't think people don't care. You, you don't get the recognition, but you, you do. I'm just saying you guys work a lot harder than what I do. And I'm sure you guys all love your jobs. You love your jobs because it's able to put food on the table, put shelter over your wife, your kids, your loved ones. So, yeah, you, you probably should love what you're doing, especially right now with what we're going through with this pandemic. There are so many people out of work that and, – and everybody you, – this is another thing, people. Stop using, oh, the stock market's doing amazing. That means absolutely nothing. The stock market, most of the people in America, I, I, I got to do the research on that, but I, I would be interested to see how many percentage of the American population actually does have their money in stock. Because when I, when I look at the stock market, stock market doing well, I'm like, oh yeah, just another bunch of rich assholes getting even richer. And becoming even bigger assholes because with the money comes the asshole levelness. Another word I don't think is there. But what I'm trying to say is we, we got a lot of people when at the end of the year this uh, no eviction thing goes out of play. We're going to have a lot of people on the streets, homeless. And these aren't bad people either. I'm not, I'm not trying to call them criminals. But guess what? Uh, desperate people do desperate things. And I mentioned this a lot. I, I will never be a parent. I mean, I, I wanted to at one time, but I, I think it's too late. But if I was a parent and I had never broken a law in my life and I saw my kids going hungry after trying to get work, I don't want you to think, you know, stealing or breaking the law to save your family is right, especially if you haven't tried to get a job. But if all else fails, what are you going to do? Are, are you going to let your kids starve to death? No. And that's why I'm saying you're going to see a lot more people that normally wouldn't, wouldn't do crimes. They're going to do them because they're desperate. They, they only care about their loved ones. And, and can you really be mad at them? Yeah. And then we're just going to have more people incarcerated. And it's just going to be a domino effect. I'm sorry, guys. I'll get into why I'm looking at things the way I am right now. I don't want to get into it because if I get into it now, the first segment's going to be an hour and then this whole show is going to be almost two hours. And I'm sure you guys would absolutely love that. But once again, I have a lot of stuff I have to take care of. 
just to show you how my brain works on how if I do not get to something immediately, uh, that general, that initial feeling that you have, uh, like, for example, I'm, I'm about to play a voicemail for you right now. And one of the things that I have had to learn about podcasting is when you work in radio, everything is on the fly. You get into something and it goes to another thing and it goes to another thing. But something that I've had to learn with doing this podcast is that you got to record. That's the difference between podcasts is that you can record anytime. You got to work backwards to forward. And you got to think you know, unilaterally when it comes to recording a podcast. And I'm, I'm actually at the pharmacy right now trying to get some prescriptions for my mom that just got out of the hospital. And I went in there. And it's the slowest goddamn pharmacy that you're ever going to find in Volusia County. And, and I left. I was in there for 30 minutes. I'm going to run this store because I got to go grocery shopping for my parents. And I just got this email, and I get email alerts whenever I have a voicemail coming in. And I thought this was a great voicemail, and my initial reaction, I got to talk about this now. You know, it's funny. Bubba has got rid of you, Tuttle, but yet every single best of that he's playing throughout the holiday season to round out the year has a Tuttle bit or a Tuttle segment in it. Okay, let me start off by saying I'm not talking down to the radio audience. I, I'm not doing that at all. And I get it. Yeah, it sucks that Bubba doesn't think I'm good enough to add anything to his radio program anymore. I get it. But I also understand, and Bubba, and it makes sense. It's one of the the greatest things uh, that Bubba's ever explained when it comes to playing best of segments that have older cast members in them. A lot of people used to call all the time. Hey, if you hate Spice Boy so much, if Spice Boy was the main reason of why your empire is crumbling, why are you playing best of segments with a minute? And Bubba's got a great explanation. I, I will admit that. I mean, there's a lot of things that Bubba does that I don't agree with, but the guy, the guy is great at what he does. And it makes sense. Spice Boy was part of the history of the BRN. So, so what are you going to do? You, are you just going to throw that content away? Hell no. It's a part of the history of the Bubba radio network. So I get it. Yeah, Bubba, Bubba is not on good terms with Spice Boy, but I get why he plays best of segments. That includes Spice Boy, Matt Lloyd. In Same goes for me. Even though that I'm not on the show anymore, it was great radio. I can't deny that. It was great radio. I just heard the Tuttle segment where they were stoning you. That was disgraceful. Some people should have gone to jail like that, like Big Dick. That was just unbelievably bad. Dude, I'm not debating you on it. It sucked. It was horrible. Because what? It was my decision to do that type of stuff. Did it suck that I was put in that situation? Yeah, it, it was horrible. I hated it. But I also know how radio works. Everybody is trying to make a name for themselves. And yes, I've done a lot of dumb stuff that I didn't want to do, but I did it because I know how competitive radio is. So, yeah, I mean, they, they definitely took some cheap shots on me. There are so many things that I did not want to do, but guess what I did? I sucked it up and I did it. 
It was my choice. Yes, it was Bubba's idea or somebody behind the scenes that wanted me to do that. Or like the anal expansion challenge or the circle jerk challenge. I, I have free will. I, I get to decide if I want to do it or not. It's on how bad do you want to make it on radio? How badly do you want to make a name for yourself? I'm not making excuses. I mean, I kind of sort of was forced into it, but I knew what I was getting into. And I, I don't hold that against Bubba. I don't hold it against Bubba for playing old best of segments with me in it. I'm, I'm just not going to do it. Some people may find that bit entertaining. I found it rather disturbing. But I guess you had to do what you had to do. You nailed it. I, I, I don't want people to think that, oh, I like doing stuff like that. Like I'm one of those uh, sadomasochists or whatever you... See, I butcher the English language. Language. I, I see. I even screwed up there. But what I'm trying to say is that I get what you're saying. I really do. But I knew what I was getting into. Was it fun? Did it suck? Yeah, all of the above. It, it sucked badly. But it's on how much, what you are willing to do, how far you're willing to go to make a name for yourself. Have you ever loved some, uh, something so much that you would do absolutely anything? Yeah, that's, that's basically how I look at radio. That's how I look at being an entertainer. A lot of people is like, why would you do that type of stuff? Why would you put yourself through that type of attention? And, and, I, and, and I tell them, if it means me being the butt of the joke, that I'm going to look or I'm going to be put in a bad light, I, I've never been afraid of that. That's, that's the thing about celebrities. They're, they're afraid of being real. And I, I'm just not that type of person. I share everything. I really do. So I, I appreciate your concern. I get where you're coming from. But that was on me. And to hit on one last topic, Bubba playing best of segments that had me in it. I mean, just going back to the Spice Boy deal. It would, it would be bad business. It would be dumb. For you to be able to throw away that type of stuff, that type of material or content, I, I know this is a big stretch, but I'm, I'm going to compare it to my divorce, my marriage. Yeah, it sucked. It didn't work out. It didn't work out. It, it seriously didn't work out. And yes, I was pissed. I was pissed that I got let go. I thought those people were my friends my family that I could count on, but I was wrong. And, and the same thing goes with my wife. Was I mad right after my voice? Fuck yeah, I was. I resented her. But as time went on, you know, looking back on it, I would be a liar. I'd be a hypocrite if I denied that I didn't have great times with my ex-wife. I had great times with Bubba. So... That's why I don't have a problem with him playing some of my old best of stuff. It's just, that's his. Legally, it's his. So there's really nothing I can do about it. It would eat me up if I did have a problem with it. So guess what? If it entertains people, some of the old bits I do, I do not have one single problem with it at all. He's a nerd. I've only been arrested one time. A radio personality. 
professionally. I'm not in the best position that I've ever been in. And hot talk satirizer? You would think with everything that's going on, a Caucasian like myself wouldn't be able to randomly talk to an African-American or a minority. You're listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Have you considered owning your own restaurant franchise? Good Life Organics currently offers territories across the United States. Check out GLO Franchising. That's GLO Franchising on Facebook to sign up for an overview session today. Good Life Organics Franchising, a new partner of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Tell them Tuttle sent you. Send them a message on Facebook at facebook.com slash GLO Franchising. All right, welcome back, guys. I didn't even get into any of the plugs at the beginning of the show. Hold on, I'm taking the garbage out. I'm taking a little bit of a break, guys. These these cops have been out here for a while, man. And I actually had to go inside and actually ask my mom and dad, hey, um, can you look out the window? I mean, you see two cops here, right? Okay. I just want to make sure that I'm not hallucinating again because I haven't done that in a while. I haven't seen stuff. I don't want you to think I see, I see stuff all the time. No, I, I really don't. It's just on occasion. When it gets really, really bad, I do. And I don't know if you guys realize how it is to live a life where sometimes you question your reality. I mean, seriously. I mean, you, you really do not believe some of the stuff that happens. I mean, I don't know if it's the good stuff that happens or like, oh, man. Ah, uh, this can't be happening. Good stuff doesn't happen to me. And then when the bad stuff happens, oh, this is so crappy. So, <laughs> I mean, one of them's got to be right. The good things are the bad things. So I decided to take this garbage out once I finally was able to confirm that I'm not seeing shit. Take the garbage out. I got a lot of stuff to do once I get done with this podcast. Uh, but make sure you go to my website, Tuttle.net. My buddy Jason over there. I wanted to get over and see him this week, but it wasn't in the plans. But uh, yeah, no, Tuttle.net is actually looking really, really good right now. And I owe it all to Jason. The guy is a really good friend, uh, a great supporter of mine, and I want to thank him. While I'm at it. Plenty of new stuff on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Tuttle. Uh, when you go there, make sure you subscribe and hit that bell button because hitting that bell button is very, very important because you're going to get alerted anytime I go live or upload any new content. You don't want to miss out on it. But if you do miss out on it, don't worry. Every time you go there, you'll be able to check out my stuff. It is cold as hell. It gets so cold over here living right by the water too. And I know that a lot of people up north listen to this here, but like, oh, Tuttle, stop being a pussy. That ain't cold. Uh, it is when you live by the water and the wind is constantly just blowing through here. And I claim that the humidity here in the state of Florida makes our cold weather just as bad. And what I mean by that, like a 60 degrees in Florida feels worse than a 60 degrees up north. I, I don't know. I, I've been up there when it's really, really cold. and But I just I haven't had to live in it for a long, long period of time. So, yeah, it's been really, really cold. And the heater has been drying me out big time. Any tips to that? 
because living here in Florida, once again, like I said, you're used to the humidity. I'm back in the car now. Cops are still there. Uh, but when you get that heater, it dries you out big time. So I mentioned earlier, okay, that this year is kind of wearing on me. I, I wanted to talk about my mental health a little bit. At, at the beginning of the year, it was great. You know, I, I, I usually am not one of those people, but at the, end of the, at the beginning of uh, 2020, I was like, yes, yeah, it sucks. I'm not on Bubba's show anymore, but you're done drinking. We're going to start working out. And at the beginning of the year, I was doing YouTube vlogs. I was doing video vlogs. And I'm, I just, I don't have the confidence. Like when I'm talking to you guys here, I'm very confident because people cannot see me. I, I'll admit it. I have low self-esteem. And a lot of you are like, oh, well, if you have low self-esteem or you're not confident, why are you on the radio? Uh, guys, I, I was not very good at it at first. Everything that you're hearing right now, yes, I am mediocre. Uh, I'm, I'm somewhere in the middle. I wouldn't say that I'm horrible, but I'm above average. I'm average to above average, but I'm not excellent. I'm not on that level as some of the other people, but I, I get that. I'm working on my craft every single day, and this podcast has helped me do that. It really, really has. It's gotten me back to my roots, doing everything, and it's good. This is the best thing that I've ever done. And then I was reading stories, you know, the pandemic started in March and a little bit, a couple of months passed and they were starting to worry about people's mental health. And I'm like, okay, I think the people that already had mental health, the pandemic really at the beginning was not that bad at all because we were like, oh, being alone, not having human contact. Not having friends? Yeah, uh, guys, I do that. I live that 24-7. But when we are depressed, as depressed people, when things are actually going great, we, we're we never happy. We're, we're waiting for the other shoe to drop. And it, it has for me, as of late, it really, really has. Uh, it's not... To the point where it's at my worst that I've ever been in my life, but I can I can feel it starting to slip a little bit. And I've talked about this when I got out of the mental health institution over there in Tampa. I uh, I I realized something, and I I can't believe that it took me this long. But I put two and two together because every single person I talked to when I was in the mental institution all had substance abuse problems. And it was right in front of my eyes. I don't know if I was just trying to ignore it because uh, the brain plays tricks on you. It really does. I know my brain was just saying, oh, don't worry. Mental health and, and addiction has nothing to do with each other. But it really does because people with mental health issues want to self-medicate. We are in so much pain. We are so depressed sometimes that, that we will do and take stuff that we probably wouldn't if we were happy people. But we're doing it because we don't want to feel that way anymore. And the, the the cruelest trick about it all 
is that high, that self-medication does not last forever. And another cruel joke, if there is a God that he played on us, was that our body, our bodies would build up a tolerance to the drugs. And then we'd have to take more and more and more just to feel normal. And it's just a slippery slope down to the bottom of that bottomless pit that's called life. I know this shit sounds depressing, people. I, I, I know it does. I'm sure a lot of you people don't want to hear about it. But we don't do enough about addiction. We don't do enough about mental health. Because you know what we do? What, what we tell the mentally ill people, we throw drugs down their throat. We do it. And I know it, people shouldn't think this way, but once they start throwing all of those like mood stabilizers, psychotropic drugs down people's throat, you know what that does? Oh, if I take pills for this, then I should take pills for that because it makes me feel good. What's the difference between the the pain medication or or cocaine, methamphetamines, whatever it may be, to the psychotropic drugs that the doctors are giving us. There, there really isn't. So what we do to people with addiction, that we throw them in jail. We put them even further in a hole. And I know a lot of you people are going to be like, oh, Tuttle, when did you turn into such a libtard? Why are you a liberal? No, people, we, a lot of people don't understand it because they've never had to go through mental illness. They've never had to go through addiction. And uh, they say mental health and addiction goes together. No, 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 no. I, I, I think mental health leads to addiction. People wanting to self-medicate. And I'll admit there are people out there that just have great lives and they want to get high. But those people that you think that have great lives, do they really, though? I've been watching the show Euphoria. And I'll admit to you, with everything that's going on in my life, how my mental health has getting, has been getting worse and worse as the months go on. Once again, I got to cover my own ass. Because I have a history of some bullshit that you guys could easily go, oh, man, I listen to the Total Daily Podcast and somebody might need to baker. No, 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 no. That, that would be bad. I'm fine, people. I, I'm, I'm dealing with things better. I just know, like, if I don't talk about it, it it's going to lead to back to drinking or, or drugs. So I'm talking about it. I really am. I don't have the insurance. So you people out there right now are kind of like my therapist. You really are. I'll admit it. I'm being selfish right now. I, I have some people to talk to. But this is just me just venting. But back to the what I was talking about, the new TV show, Euphoria, that I watched. Uh, I, I really had a very difficult time getting through the first episode. Because it was kind of giving me a, a, some flashbacks. And I don't want you to think this TV show uh, is leading me to this. No, I was already starting to feel this way before I watched it. 
And that's why I had a hard time watching the first episode. But the more and more that was going on, it, it made me uh, realize, all right, the cops are gone. They're getting out of here in a hurry. Must have got a call. But back to what I was saying. Uh, no, it did not lead me to this, but it it really, really hit home for me. Because a lot of the stuff that was going on, not to the extreme it is in the TV show Euphoria, but we, we had that stuff. And I know what's going on in schools right now. I mean, I, I read a lot. I read a lot of blogs. I see what kids are and stuff are talking about on TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. So, so yeah, I, I kind of get a little bit of an idea. But, man, this show is pretty rough to watch. Uh, I, I See, I have mixed feelings on this. Because I really do. The show is pretty... not. When I when I mean by graphic, it, it's very sexually graphic, uh, a lot of drug uh, graphic, and it might not be the best things to show your kid. But I mean, you guys know your kids better than anybody else. So, so what I'm trying to say is, if you are confident that your kids would be okay watching this, I actually think it would be good. I think it would be great because it's going to open up a dialogue. Uh, if you're a parent wanting to find out what your kid's going through. I, and and you know what? The the big thing is I actually think it might make kids want to talk to their parents even more. I could, I could be way off, but that's the feeling that I got. So uh, Euphoria can be found on HBO, HBO Max, and I highly recommend it. I talked about this a couple of shows ago. I, I really did feel uncomfortable, though. Because all all the actors are obviously over 18. But they are playing teenagers. And, I mean, there's a lot of nudity. Uh, I would like to find out who this... Is it a female or a male that wrote, directed, and produced this show? Because there were way more dicks. Way more dicks. They and I'm not not like calling somebody. I'm talking actual dicks, cocks, penises. Uh, there were a lot of cocks, dicks, and penises in the show, and there were some boobs and stuff. But you know, even when they showed boobs, I felt uncomfortable because these are uh, adults playing teenagers, and that that just kind of weirds me out a little bit. It really, really does. Zendaya, oh man, Zendaya was great. She does definitely deserved the Emmy for uh, Best Actress in, in a Dramatic Role because she absolutely killed it. Now, I will say about Euphoria, it gets a little, it tries to get a little too artsy at some times. You could tell what they were doing because it, it was on purpose. Uh, there were some loose ends they didn't tie up at the end of the season which I was kind of upset about, but I, I get it. Cliffhangers, cliffhangers. I'm just, I'm happy to know that season two is definitely going to be happening. But I, I just don't understand how much more they can do to torture the characters on this show. So if you get a chance, check it out. Uh, I know a lot of people are going to have some downtime between now and the beginning of the year before you got to go back to work. So check out Euphoria on HBO. Gonna take a quick break. Be back in a few seconds. You are listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. 
from the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp. Man, maybe I would have way more sex partners in my life if I just threw caution to the wind. It's the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Tuttle's Daily Podcast is brought to you by StitchYouUp.com. For your embroidery, screen printing, vinyl, and direct-to-garment printing needs, visit StitchYouUp.com. Stitch You Up specializes in custom caps, shirts, decals, and anything you want to personalize. Whether it's one item or large orders, they can handle any size. Unsure about what you want? Let Stitch You Up help you with your logo design. Visit stitchyouup.com or contact them, eric at stitchyouup.com. Stitch You Up, definitely not your grandma's embroidery. Welcome back to the Tuttle Daily Podcast, last segment of the show. So I was shopping at Publix the other day. Now, at first, I was a little annoyed because I hate it. I hate it when people don't prepare because I maybe maybe that's why I can't enjoy life. Maybe that's why I can't because I over prepare. I, I think of every single option, even though I shouldn't be worried about it. I'm always prepared. I try to be prepared. Sometimes I fuck up. It happens. But what I'm trying to say is that I went there day before Christmas. It was busy as hell. And I got in one of those lanes. And I got to tell you, I, I was checking out this woman in front of me. Now, she was older. Not even a MILF. She looked like a gilf. And I don't want you to think she was old. Because a lot of people had kids at a young age, and then their kids had kids at a young age. But if I had to guess, she would definitely could have been a grandmother. But the guy started bagging her stuff. Now, he was putting in plastic. Everybody gets plastic. Who gets paper now? Well, this woman, about the guy got halfway through with the plastic. No, I, I need those double brown bags. Now, not only double brown bag, she brought her own, like, cooling safe bags that are insulated to keep things cold. And the guy had to put them all in there, and it just tied up time. Now, there's two things I, I wanted to talk about here. Um, I've noticed, I've noticed that as of late, I've been checking out older women. Now, I, I've never been with an older woman before. I, I mean... I have been with older women, but not like older, older women. I think the the oldest that I've ever been with or dated or had sex with was like three years older than me. For the most part, most of the women were older than me, but I'm not. I'm talking maybe 10 years older. And I would like to hear from you. This is one of the things I would like to hear from you. Um, when you get older and older and older, you know, when you're when you're in your teens, you're interested in, in people your age. But why are people interested in people their uh, own age? It, does it do they feel like somebody older? You're not going to have something in common with them. I, I, I really don't. I have a theory on this. The older people, the, the more that technology is out there, the older generation is subjected to the younger generations, what they like, what they do, what they don't like. Because of social media. You can get that on TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You can find out all that stuff. So I 
think the things in common, that gap is getting narrower and narrower. But back in the day, they, they didn't have access to that type of stuff. So maybe this woman, I wouldn't have anything in common with her, but I would like to hear from you. What is the biggest age gap? Now, they got to be older. Not, not, I don't want to hear a bunch of creepy-ass dudes calling in and talking about the uh, 10, maybe 15, or even 20-year younger wom- woman that they fucked. No, I don't, I don't want to hear about that. I want to hear from the guys. I want to hear from the guys that have hooked up with older women. What is the biggest age gap? that you've ever hooked up with or dated. 407-270-3044. Or you can email me, Tuttle at gmail.com. Once again, that voicemail number is 407-270-3044. One of the other things that I want to talk about, and it's related to the, the, the grandma that was extra hot, by the way, she was wearing yoga pants, uh, like a tank top, I don't think she was really wearing a bra because I I could see some nippage because she had a lot of frozen food stuff. You know, and some of those ladies, when they spend time in there, they're now wearing a bra. It's like that little thing that pops up on a turkey telling you it's done. So, yeah, I saw that. But what are are some of the other pet peeves when you get in line? You know, I, I go to that Oak Hill Sunoco all the time and the people, the lottery tickets, I, I swear to God, that's got to be the most profitable store in Volusia County when it comes to buying lottery tickets. And these people, they feel like they can better their odds. All right, so uh, can I get a 26? Uh, how many people want on 26? How many, how many tickets are gone? Because a lot of people, they think, oh, that's a hot roll. I need to buy some of those. Or that they believe that the winners are at the beginning or at the end of a roll of lottery tickets. And it holds everything up, by the way. It, it, it extremely holds everybody up. And then they'll get tickets. Then they'll cash in tickets. And then they got to decide, oh, what do I want to get? Do I, do I want to take the cash payout or do I want to let it ride? And a lot of these people, listen, I'm not saying anything bad because they're, they're actually my people. Or they're a type of people that I grew up with. But instead of taking your winnings, say, say you put down five and you won 50, that's a pretty good day's work for the less fortunate. I don't, I don't even want to call them white trash. I don't want to call them rednecks, hillbillies, or, or whatever it may be. But, man, just come on, man. You're, you're $45 up. I mean, even, just listen, buy yourself a beer. Go home. Buy some food for your family or, or try to fix up the place. Do something with it. But don't let it ride. House always wins. And, and it's the truth. All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed today's show. Going to, I got, I got a lot of big things planned for the new year. Me and my producer, Vulture. I cannot wait for the new year. Once again, I'm not one of those people like, ooh, hey, got to wait till the new year. But now I, I just, I'm taking a little bit of time to relax. And we're going to be bringing you a brand new version. Not that it's going to really, really change, but we're, we're, we're just going to get things in more order. Got plenty of great new sponsors coming on board. Great interviews lined up. So I can't wait for you guys to hear what I got going on. Hope you guys had a great Christmas. Hope you guys have a great vacation because I know a lot of you guys are off until the beginning of the new year. And I will talk to you tomorrow.
the day. Thanks for listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, don't be a dickhead. Do us a favor. Like, share, and subscribe to the show. Also, check out the Tuttle category at 315live.com. The Tuttle Daily Podcast is brought to you by the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp. You want some cool-ass sunglasses? Check out Vaporshades.com. Also brought to you by StitchYouUp.com, PocketPairClub.com. Special thanks to show intern Hannah and Charlie Alamo for their contributions. Additional imaging and production is provided by CCA Productions. Facebook.com slash CCA Productions presents. Show voiceover service is brought to you by JCVoiceOver.com. That guy's got a damn sexy voice. You should hire him. Check out jcvoiceover.com. If you want to help support the show, go to paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. Comments? Concerns? Or do you just want to let Tuttle know he's being a dickhead? Tuttle at gmail.com. That's Tuttle with two Ds at gmail.com. To follow all of Tuttle's social media, go to Tuttle.net. Thanks again for all your support, and we'll see you tomorrow on the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, yo, Terry, fuck going on?